It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? Hello, 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 and welcome to To The Max Sports. Y'all know what time it is. It's time for... To The Max Sports, I hear. See if to I, the max sports. See if I can hit them. Ooh, <laughs> we're training him well. Right in the one eye, Jack. One eye, Jack may be back later with his picks. Run a, right in the mouth. Right in the kisser. Right in the, the kisser. kisser. One eye, Jack. There you go. So, Bob, we went four and one in our in our, our picks. We both went four and one. It was a pretty good week, huh? Yeah, pretty good week for uh, betting against the spread in primetime games. That leaves you at a sterling. 33 and 26 for the year. Yep, you could have been undefeated if you hadn't doubted my boys. So counting the juice you would have lost if you were actually placing wagers, you, you'd be about dead even for the year, which yeah. I can't emphasize enough how hard that is. I'm, I'm, I'm scratching my way back. I'm 25 and 26. Right there near, near Mount 500. I went, you can see that you can see the summit. I can, I can see the promised land. Yeah. But I don't know if I'll be allowed in. Um, so I went one and one on my locks. Uh, yeah. Pittsburgh looked uh, very poor. Pittsburgh has issues. I don't they know. Got I, issues. I, I think I think they're going to uh, lose their streak of no losing season under Mike Tomlin. It's it's at one or the other. My other lock of the week, Atlanta. That coach should definitely lose his job. I, he he just doesn't put together a game plan for a bad quarterback and Ritter to another interception in the red zone. And uh, when you're losing to the Panthers, and I'm talking about the Atlanta Falcons, losing to the Panthers when you're in contention, actually not in contention at the time, playing for first in that sorry division, that includes the same. That was an ugly game. That was an ugly game. It was just pitiful. There there was like, I don't know, six people in the stands at the end of that game. they showed that. (laughs) They said tickets were going for as low as $5. You couldn't have paid me to sit in the, in no. that stadium. I mean, one, the teams were abysmal. Two, I ain't sitting in the rain. I could sneak in maybe one of the uh, the, the press box deals and sitting there. And there was rain up and down, up and down the entire Eastern Seaboard this past weekend. It was some yeah, some nasty some, games. Some some definitely some uh, some football weather. Yeah. So, what did you think of the Cowboys showing? I think the Cowboys told us who they were, you know, and anyone who's delusional enough, and you mentioned a couple weeks ago, to think they're going to go three games on the road and win is, is you know, get off the proverbial crack pipe, as Cornell West once said. Yeah, they they needed they needed to win that division, and it doesn't look good because the Eagles are going uh, Giants, Cardinals, Giants for their final three. The Cowboys... This week, they get the Dolphins. Dolphins need to win, and the Dolphins are at home. And the, the Dolphins have a good run offense, and yeah. Cowboys don't do good against a run. Yeah, but the Dolphins are another perennial team that, that folds the tent in December for whatever reason. And they've historically, I mean, lately have been bad against good teams as well. So this is kind of two teams that don't perform particularly well against good teams playing good teams. We're going to see... Which immovable force hits which uh, unstoppable uh, Object, barrier? Yeah, barrier. This will be the uh, this will be a real telling of which team who almost are 
microcosms of each other to see who actually steps up. And uh, it's, that should be one of the more interesting games of the week. For I don't sure. know. You know, it, 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 if I look at games from the perspective of who I think is really playing for something, the Cowboys honestly really aren't playing for anything. The, the Cowboys need to win out. And, and even if they win out, the Eagles win out and they lose the division anyway. So they got to hope that the Eagles lose and win out. I don't think it's going to happen. So they're locked into a wild card. So who cares? The Dolphins, on the other hand, are playing for home field advantage. And home field advantage in the AFC is going to mean something. True. So, being- But I think at the end of the day, too, Dallas is also playing for getting over that hurdle of beating a decent team on the road, which they, to your point a couple of weeks ago, they're going to have to do to get – any Super Bowl aspirations. Is McCarthy gone if he loses the first round of the playoffs? Yes. Um, well, one head fell that we predicted uh, out in San Diego. Oh, Staley? Yeah. After, after yeah. that. After that 63-21? Yeah. They, Ooh, 63. They waited to the next day. I, I was surprised they even told him, you know, we'll, we'll put you on another plane. You know, b- back in the day, in the early days of like computer games and computer football games, I played a text football game and I was able to go in and modify the stats of my players where my players were unstoppable. And 63 was, was even hard, it was hard to get with a team that was unstoppable. How do you chargers? How do you give up 63 to yeah. the Raiders? Yeah. It's insanity. You know, but sometimes they, they you, you get these offensive wonderkins, these geniuses, and, you know, I'm sure he's going to land somewhere and he'll be a decent offensive coordinator. Are you listening, Josh Daniels? But you put him in that head coaching position where they actually have to manage more than just, you know, a segment of the game, and they fold like a cheap tent. That guy had way too much talent with a really good quarterback, really good receivers, really good running back, and some star power on the defensive end, even though they didn't show it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's just guys out there that, for whatever reason, when it comes to their opportunity to rise to the top, just don't do it. And him and and Josh McDaniels are two guys that come to mind. No, absolutely. And the Chargers are up against the buzzsaw this weekend. They're playing the Bills at home. You know, I got to thinking about what you had said last week. It's starting to make sense. You know, this is probably the team where there's going to be a coach opening where you have the pieces in place. You're not rebuilding, which I think would definitely pique Belichick's interest. We'll see. We'll or, see. Or your boy. Or Harbaugh. Or Harbaugh. Um. I mean, the, the reports out of uh, Ann Arbor is that he's being offered a $55 million extension to stay in Michigan, despite the fact that he's probably going to sit a few more games mm-hmm. under suspension because the NCAA has just started their level one investigation for his recruiting violations during COVID. Yeah. There was one coaching carousel play, team I'd probably add. I, I, I think Art, Art Smith is it Atlanta. Is that yeah, Atlanta? yeah. The, he's got to go. He, he This guy just can't manage – an offense that has really some talented players. You've got London Drake. You've got Kyle Pitts. Yes, you have some quarterback problems, definitely, with Heineke and then this Ritter kid. Capable defense, but but this team just has, and, and two quality running backs. And he's just, how does Bijan Robinson, 
get eight touches? I how does he get eight touches in in a sloppy football game, and you're putting the game on Ritter's back to lose it again? I don't know, and I mean th- there are there are times when you have to modify what you're doing, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. I look at Buffalo, who absolutely dismantled the Cowboys. Josh Allen had eight completions the whole entire game. Josh Allen, who is one of the better quarterbacks, quite frankly, in the NFL right now. But that was an ugly game. To to Buffalo's point, if you give uh, Josh Allen 25 throws, he's capable of throwing two interceptions. Well, that's, that's the thing. And I heard some of the talking heads talk about this, about Allen. It's like... Josh Allen can win you the game. He can. He has that level of, you know, artistry. But let's let's engineer an offense where we don't where we don't always put it on his back. We put it on his back when he when we need it. We need him to, but we don't always do it because that seems to have been the Bills' problem. Yeah, is they've been relying on Josh Allen, which is why I love a guy like Zach Taylor. I mean, he's putting that Cincinnati quarterback in positions where he's not asking him to do too much. He's, he's giving him bubble screens and things to kind of build his confidence as the game goes along. Yeah. Now the Bengals again have scratched their way out of what appeared to be a lost season, but now chase is out. Jamar chase yep. is ruled out. And that, that just may be too much to overcome. There is an, there is an absolute, like log jam at eight and six in the AFC. It's crazy, isn't it? I mean, you have the Buffalo Bills eight and six, and these are just teams that aren't leading their division. Mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns nine and five, Bengals eight and six. Not even discounting the the Steelers seven and seven. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars lead the South at eight and six. You have the Colts and the Texans both at eight and six, right behind it. And in the West, you have the Broncos at seven and seven. The, we're three weeks out, and we don't know what's happening in the AFC. And so many of those teams that you mentioned are sitting at eight, eight and six, are are riddled with injuries. The Browns, Houston, the Bengals. So we're going to see who who next man up is on one of these teams, and someone's going to someone's going to surprise and get in it. Yep, absolutely. Why don't we? Uh, I know this is kind of abbreviated. We'll probably do a show next week. We don't want to do this too long, but why don't we look at the picks? I know we got some Saturday, fun Saturday games coming along. We got tonight's game. You have tonight's game. We have the saints on the road at the Rams in SoFi. The Rams are favored by four. I'm going to take the Rams. Derek Carr's 0 and three against the Raiders when he's actually had to play against them. Derek Carr. Okay. And, you know, I was looking at some numbers, and I just think this game sets up well for the Rams, who, to me, seem to be trending on the upside. There's There are a lot of people that are talking that the Rams are a team that you don't want in the playoffs because they can do weird mm-hmm. things in one game, and I kind of agree with that. And as long as Stafford's there, you know, to, to pitch the ball to Puka Nakua, did yeah. I say right? Coolest and, name in football, and Cooper Cup, and... Yeah, it's... and. You know, the NFC West, I've said this all season long. The NFC West is sneaky good. You have the Seahawks and the Rams, both at 7-7, seven and seven, but they're not set. I think they're better than their records indicate. Now, having said that, this is my, um, what I call fantasy football Thursday pick. I only 
do it for you guys that play fantasy football. I would start Kamara in this game, Alvin Kamara. The Rams have shown a propensity to to give up some runs. I think he could have a big game. Some runs? Did we go back into in season for baseball? <laughs> yards. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, rushing yards. <laughs> when I say yards, what did I say? You said runs. Runs. Oh, well, okay. Runs I mean, per, runs. Okay. okay, let's just say runs. He'll fair get, enough, fair enough. He'll get 15 to 17 runs. Touches, yeah. And he should get 60 to 75 yards, maybe a touchdown yeah. or two. The plus four scares me a little bit, but I think mm-hmm. offensive power-wise, at home, I'd be willing to give up those points. Give me the Rams plus four. I yeah, and 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 if I I would I would allow that that line to go. I'd I'd give more for a bigger payoff because I really think the Rams win this by a possession and a half. This is a ten point or more game by the Rams. Well, you called that Detroit possession or a half more last week. Oh man, so that was a good call. Well, the the lion the Lions at home are are nasty. Are nasty. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. After that Green Bay debacle, that's still that vision on Thanksgiving of, of getting smoked by Green Bay still hasn't left what's, my psyche, but I'm well, going to go ahead and what's really, I've actually got yeah. them as I want to well, talk about my locks of the week here. What's really this. weird to see is some of these teams, because it's a recurring theme for me on some of these teams where I'm saying, you know, they're really nasty at home and on the road, they're beatable. You look at the Dolphins, you look at the Lions, you kind of look a little bit at the Eagles, you definitely look at the Cowboys. There, There's a lot of teams that have issues on the road. And I was listening to Orlovsky on Get Up this morning. He was talking about, you know, how your cadence changes as a quarterback. And specifically with Prescott is, is he can't do the things that he's good at at home. And I'm going to say it again, at least with respect to the Cowboys, it's going to come down to coaching. And if you can't win on the road, you're not a good coach. And I really don't care about you anymore. <laughs> so, okay. Well, so this MVP talk of Prescott kind of fell off the charts. No, no, no. Week. Right now, I think it's a two horse race. I think it's Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> yeah. You know, I got to give the nod to or Jackson. I got to give the nod to McCaffrey myself, but so does McCaffrey. So does Purdy. Um, Purdy's given the nod to McCaffrey. Yeah. So I mean, without McCaffrey, the 49ers wouldn't, would be, I mean, this guy is just I, he's crazy. I, I, crazy I, good. I think that argument is, it is, is valid. Cause I think, I think the 49ers are just as good, at least from a winning win loss perspective mm-hmm. with Darnold mm-hmm. under center as they are with Purdy, yeah. but I don't think they're winning as big, Yeah. but they are winning because they have too many damn weapons. Okay. Moving to Saturday. Saturday. You have the Bills on the road going east to west at SoFi, visiting the Chargers, giving up 12 points. So here's my my deal, and I'm just going to use the new coach, uh, win-win for the, for the new Gipper. It seems like whenever teams make in-season coaching changes, before they fall back down to earth, they play on that emotional high. Give me the Chargers plus 12 which a Buffalo team that hasn't really done incredibly well on the road. They haven't done incredibly on the road. I do think the Bills win this game. Uh, the The number of points scares me. Um, if they're going to do a run-first offense like they did this past weekend, perhaps, but but they trounced the Cowboys at home. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go with you and, and do the Chargers, and hopefully this is a 10-point game. Yeah. This is a game I wouldn't touch with with your counterfeit money, Bob. Nope. Nope. I wish I had counterfeit money. Counterfeit <laughs> money spends, man. Okay. Sunday night. Why they didn't flex 
I don't know. Let's look at all the other games on Sunday we could have flexed. I don't know. Lions, Vikings, Browns, Texans. Browns, Texans would have been a good game to flex. Cowboys, well, the Dolphins. Is Stroud's probably out, and there's no marquee quarterback. Who's our, who's this game that you're well sad about? Patriots at the Broncos. I mean, the Broncos yeah, are, are contending, but I don't really care about the Patriots. No, I agree with that, and I think it's just now we're just talking fan base action, not your general fan like us that could care less about this game. The but. Broncos are only laying six and a half. The book only has them up by six and a half. The Patriots have a capable defense. The problem is they're on the field for like 40 minutes a game. And this is in Denver. At this Denver. is in Denver. So what are you doing? What's the line? Six and a half. I mean, the Patriots are abysmal. Uh, give me the Broncos. I'm not a huge fan of this, but yeah. Okay, final final game. We're going to get... Who do, who do you like in that one? The, well, we're getting three games on Christmas Day. What do you like in the Broncos game? Oh, I'm taking the Broncos. Yeah. We haven't differed on anything yet. We have, we have two duds as you're opening up your Christmas presents. <laughs> if you're opening up your Christmas presents at noon, you can put the Raiders and Chiefs on the background because the Chiefs are going to kill them. Chiefs are favored by 10 at home. That's not going to be a game. Then you have the Giants and hey, the did Eagles. Did they beat them earlier in the year? I really don't care. The, the 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 Chiefs are destroying the Raiders. Then you have the Eagles at home against the Giants in a feel good in a good in a get good game for the Eagles. Giants and Devito are going to get destroyed. Did you hear the story from a uh, Devito this week in the pizza place? Yeah, they fired. Uh, they fired. The they game fired Slimy. They, yes, they fired Slimy. Well, did you hear why? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. He once they won, he upped the fee. And said, well, we didn't have a contract. I can up the fee. And they're like, it's a pizza place, dude. Yeah, a little pizzeria joint. But did you hear what DeVito did? DeVito did the right thing. He went there for free and went just did for it. Free. Good for good, good for DeVito. Good so, for DeVito. You know, Slimy, try, Slimy tried to get uh, Sticky Wicky and get more of a taste, so yep. to speak. And Very true. Now he's out of a job. Very true. So now the real game that we're going to pick. This game is in Levi Stadium in San Francisco. The Ravens on the road at the 49ers. Are those other games not pickable Saturday games? Are they- no, I mean, they're, okay. they're, they're not primetime games. Okay, I, just, yeah. I, just, I just wanted to give a preview sure. of Christmas Day for people. Gotcha, gotcha. Because for the uh, Giants-Eagles game, I'm going to go see a movie. <laughs> I'm going to go see Bo- Boys in the Boat. Is that on the prime, Monday. primetime game? No, the primetime game is the Ravens at the 49ers. Oh, wow. What a This game. is the first. We very rarely get the two leading teams from each conference playing this late in the season. And they're, they're playing both at, 11 and 3. They're in San Francisco. What's the line about 49ers three? favored by five? You know, I'm going to take the points just because, and hope, cross my fingers, that Lamar didn't do something stupid in the red zone or try to over. Overplay, overextend a play, which he has a tendency to do. And the Ravens have a really good defense, or you'd say, Drew, so the 49ers. So all things being said and equal, these are two pretty equal teams on paper. And if you're going to give me five points, I'll take the five. As a a homer, I'm going to yell at you and tell you these are not equal teams on paper. 49ers have more weapons on offense. 
They do have really a really, really good defense. I think they can handle Lamar and what Lamar has for weapons. I don't think they stack up weapon-wise. I think this is a light line. I would actually pay to give up more points and get, I mean, get more of a return. Because yeah. I think this is going to be a game. I think this is at least a touchdown. I think this game comes down to one person in the entire stadium, Brock Purdy. And mm. if, 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 if Baltimore coaxes him into making one of those ill-advised um, mistakes, which you had some concerns about earlier in the year. Earlier this, in the season. This, I mean, I mean that it's, it, this is a test. I can say really good defense to see what Brock Purdy has to offer. I, you know, it's funny because six months ago, what were we talking about? Lamar was he even going to be a Colt. I mean, was he even going to be a Raven? Was he, um, was, you know, he, he, this and that. And he's, He's proved his, worth his weight in the contract that he signed. So. No, no, he's, I mean, my my hat's off to Lamar Jackson. He is definitely rounded out to be a top-level quarterback in all aspects of the game. Mm-hmm. Really, really seems to be a really good guy as well. Hasn't, hasn't had any off-field problems. Really good guy. So, I mean, my hat's off to Lamar Jackson. I think he's probably in the running right now for MVP. But I think I said Lamar Jackson earlier. I may have messed up his name. If he plays the way Lamar is capable of playing, and he can beat you with his feet, I don't very easily. I I, I still don't think I, if the if the Ravens are able to kick the 49ers off their rhythm, then yes, this game is close. But if the 49ers get into rhythm like halfway through the first quarter and are cooking on offense, this game is going to be another runaway. It's going to be another runaway. Not with that Baltimore defense, but this this will be a fun game. This is a game that I would definitely uh, definitely be watching. Oh no, everyone's going to be watching. Be watching. Yeah, this is yeah, this is a Monday night. This is you know, end your Christmas day after you've had your Christmas meal and you're fat, dumb, and snoozing. Get your nap in before seven o'clock central, and then go watch yeah. this game because this is going to be a barn burner. Bob, I uh, got my locks, and I'll see what you think. First lock, I like Houston giving two and a half against Cleveland. Cleveland pulled their rabbit. Cleveland pulled the proverbial rabbit out of their bunghole last week. How they won that game, I have no idea. For that matter, how Houston won their game, I have no idea. Well, Houston was pissed off that the Titans were wearing Oilers jerseys. (laughs) I do like Singletary to step up in this game, have a big game for Houston. They're going to need that. Uh, Cleveland has trended down a little bit on a very good defense, but they shouldn't have propensity a la couple games to give up some runs. So uh, I think in a, another one of these tight games, I think Flacco comes back down to earth as he's kind of been doing here the last couple. Of I don't games. know. I mean, I mean, you, you could say you could say that D'Amico is more of a defensive-minded coach, and that's where he's going to be, but. I don't know the brown. The Browns are really fighting for something, and the Browns are nine and five. This is a good squad. It's a good squad with a really good defense. I Understand? They got a veteran quarterback now. Who's so been there and done that. But I just think uh, mentioning D'Amico Ryan's, I think he'll dial up a scheme to put a lot of pressure on on Flacco. And okay, that's well, that's what I gotta hope. Take uh, your Texans. If if you force me to to bet on this game, I'd bet the other way. All right, but I'm that's one of my locks. Okay. Houston minus two and a half. What's the other one? Detroit minus four against Minnesota. Now, Minnesota's got a defense that's really doing well. They're, they're tight end, who I really like, 
Hawking okay. something. Do, do you want three and a half? I'm seeing it at three and a half. And it's going down, yeah. Played it, I think I got it at four, but play Detroit at three and a half. And hope yeah. they don't play like they did against Green Bay on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, Lions have something to play for. Uh, they're actually five and two on the road this season. Uh, I don't know who those opponents are, but... The, the Lions are in the hunt right now if the 49ers and the Eagles continue to stumble for home field. I just mm-hmm. don't think they're going to get it. But talk about Minnesota resurrecting themselves from the dead. And, I mean, last week, that game against Cincinnati, that may have just broke their hearts. They they, they climbed out of an 0-4 start, got to— There's no way they should have let the Bengals back in that game. That was bad. That was bad. And that, and that may be the one that kind of just breaks their heart and sets them off on a losing streak. I'm hoping for it. I think Detroit only giving up three and a half as the visiting team is, is a yeah. good is a good play. That's my other lot, Bob. Okay. I, I think I would go with you on that one. We've got some college bowl games. I know there's one going <sighs> off. I, I took the um, – I did take South Florida against Syracuse. You played that's what? Today. Th- that's the which game is that? That's the weird, the Raycom weird. Let's pull that up. I don't up. even know the names of these silly games anymore. Oh, it's the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Yeah, yeah, everyone's heard of that. I like to be in Boca right now. Well, I mean, UTSA laid a beat down on Marshall in the Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl. My God. Yeah. The Mickey Mouse and Goofy Bowl was next. No, there's there's one really really bad. <laughs> well, every year there's a terrible one. Fime, the 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 famous the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. That one's always yeah, a that's good been one. Around. So, what's your philosophy on bowl games? I don't care. Go watch a movie. That's well, my philosophy. There's so many that sit out for good reason. If I'm if I'm a player that's looking at a big NFL contract, being a first, second, or third round pick. I'm probably sending it out. I, I mean, hell, even if I'm going to be – the only way I probably play is if I think I'm fifth and beyond or maybe fourth round and beyond and I can move up my draft stock if by, it's, by yeah. playing well. If it's if it's all about draft for me, I don't think anyone – I don't think anyone lower than a second rounder should be setting out. I, I think if you're if you're a projected third rounder and lower, you should be playing. That's that's my own feeling. You think you should be playing? Yeah, I think you should be playing. If you're a first or second yeah, rounder, t- maybe t- lay out. Tell Slamy, your agent, that's looking to make millions of dollars off you to play a meaningless bowl game, which you've already claimed are meaningless, and ruined your career by ripping an Achilles and well, projected to be a I mean the second round draft. Pick I mean the, or, f- the 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 flip side of that is if you have a lot of kids on the other side that are sitting out because they're in the transfer portal because of transfer portal timing then you're playing against a second-rate defense if you're an offensive guy or possibly a second-rate offense if you're a defensive guy. You have the potential to shine and maybe increase your stock and move from the fourth to the third round or the third to the second round. It's not going to be that big of a pay increase. I'm definitely, if I'm a first-rounder, I'm sitting this thing out. But yeah, I mean, you, me. yeah, I mean, you look at the LSU quarterback. Uh, McD- what is it? Uh, yeah, the LSU quarterback is sitting out. Um, no, it's... They're they're laying evidence to my contention that these games are meaningless, absolutely meaningless. Well, one thing we promise our listeners and viewers: we will never sit out. 
I don't know. We, we will were, always be here for well, you. Well, we were thinking about sending out next week, so. I got nothing to do <laughs> next week. So, Bob, we'll go, uh, we'll do our big picks next week in college, the bowl games, the Texas-Washington. We'll do the Alabama-Michigan. That should be fun. Let's unveil our picks next week. We'll get together, yeah. do a short show. Yeah, Texas-Washington will be interesting. Yeah. No, I think, I think we're good. It's a... Everyone have a happy holiday, happy mm. happy Christmas, Merry Christmas, enjoy your weekend. Our Jewish friends finished up Hanukkah, so now they can celebrate Christmas trees with us. Yeah. Though I was I was joking with someone that nothing says the birth of Jesus Christ more than a Christmas tree. Well, I will say this. As a Christian, you know, this is an important time of the year for me. You know, I, I give all my blessings to God and blessings undeserved, and Jesus Christ is my Savior and Lord and witness, and other than that, uh, I respect. If you got Kwanzaa, enjoy your Kwanzaa. If you got uh, Happy Hanukkah, enjoy whatever holiday you celebrate. Yep, yep. I will be celebrating Christmas, and I don't have a tree in my house, not because I'm against trees, just because we ain't got room in our freaking house for a tree right now. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, everyone, everyone, have a good weekend. Enjoy, enjoy four days of football. Yes, sir. Very cool. Until next week, OH. And we're out. I.O.